Welcome to episode two of the show. Um, you'll notice it's now has a name. Uh, it has, it's, uh, it says Wired Hollywood on your lovely phone and or computer screen right now. Um, uh, this name came about because I used to live in LA and had uh, inspiration to do something in kind of you know the intersection of tech and entertainment. Um, still do. I mean, I still am. I am. You know, my day job is working in tech and entertainment. Uh, so to speak, um, but I also own the domain name for this, so I think it's gonna stick until uh, Inspiration manages to strike me again. So today uh, I saw the movie Annihilation by uh, Alex Garland. Um, Alex Garland uh, was the writer-director of this film, and also he did uh, a movie called Ex Machina, um, which came out a few years back. Um, uh, both are sci-fi films, um, although this one is a bit more on the, the sci-fi horror uh, end of the genre, um, rather than kind of exploring, you know, what it means to be human, you know, with um, you know, androids, robots, that sort of stuff. For uh, if you've seen Ex Machina, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, but uh, I enjoyed this film. I thought it was uh, really cool. Really, it's both thought-provoking and thrilling at the same time. Um, it's, uh, you know, it stars Natalie Portman. Uh, she plays the main character. Um, her name is Lena. Um, uh, she, uh, kind of it, it explores kind of what happened to her uh, missing husband, uh, who's played by Oscar Isaac, um, uh, who actually was an ex machina. So you can see the connection there. Um, uh, but Oscar's, you know, man and name for himself. He's Poe Dameron in, in the Star Wars films now. Uh, he was an in inside Lewin Davis, um, great actor. Um, but the focus is really on uh, Natalie Portman's character, um, and she basically gets on an expedition to discover what happened to him. And there, there was an event um, where um, something crashed into the lighthouse, uh, and it caused this shimmer. Um, and her and a team of, of four uh, go in and, ex- and explore this. So it, it it has the premise of it's kind of your almost standard horror sci-fi kind of survival um sort of uh plot line um but it does get into some really interesting things about kind of are we alone out there about life in general um you know what what does that really mean i don't want to talk too much about the movie is plot because i think it's uh it's, it's best seen for itself but i will say it's um it juxtaposes these some there's some really really terrifying scenes i'll say so it's you know, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. It's not, um, it's not anything of the sort. But it does. There are some really, um, just, uh, just, you know, terrifying nightmare uh, scenes that, uh, you know, less, less so the jumpy scare and more, more just kind of a, I'll say, just kind of a biological horror type um, uh, stuff that's going on. So. Um, so be aware of that. Uh, it's, you know, it's like getting late at night, almost my bedtime. So I will probably need to just watch some Curb Enthusiasm or something to, uh, kind of lighten my mood before I go to sleep and have nightmares for the rest of the next 24 hours. Um, but the, the cool thing about this movie is that it not only has these scenes though, but it juxtaposes them with these beautiful, lush, gorgeous, gorgeously shot scenes that depict life. Um, you know, some great, some colorful plants. Um, there's rainbows. The shimmer is literally a shimmer. It looks like a rainbow. Um, there's crystalline structures. Just the the the, the art direction, 
um, the cinematography is great because it, it it's also paired with this kind of guitar, this music, uh, this guitar music, which is very soothing. It's very relaxing. Um, but um, you, you know, when when juxtaposed with all this crazy stuff that's going on, it um, it, it really kind of you know it makes you feel something. <laughs> um, so the last act of the film, I'm not going to spoil it, but I think it's, uh, I think everyone, I, I, the only thing I read about this film was that it, um, it, it's not for everyone. And I agree with that. I think it gets, it's, it can take some people by surprise um, where it goes. It's not necessarily exactly where you think of it as, if you think of it as the logical progression of a, you know, a, a sci-fi um, survival fic, a survival flick, you know, like Final Destination or, or even Alien. Um, but, uh, it's that part that I love because it really gets you thinking about what, what it, <laughs> about the, the more kind of co- contemplative human life mystery kind of, kind of stuff. Um, it's, uh, it gets a little trippy. I'll just leave it at that, but, uh, highly recommend if you're in sci-fi films and, or, um, Alex Garland's, uh, uh previous work. Apparently it's based, based off of a book, uh, book slash series. Uh, which I actually didn't know until um, after I watched the movie and went and uh, did did a little googling. Um, but uh, and, and you know from what I've been told, it 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 does make a departure from those that, that book series. Um, but uh, so I'm probably not the best person to kind of give you recommendations from that perspective. But you know my general take on adaptations from film from books into film is that you know it, it, they're different mediums. Um, I think it's kind of, even as a fan of, you know, the source material, I think it's, you're doing yourself a disservice by kind of expecting it to be a literal translation of what's on the, on the, on the pages. Um, I think, um, I think you just gotta kind of, you know, accept that there's going to be some changes and liberties taken with adapting the film, uh, to, to a visual format. But as long as it keeps, you know, the general spirit, the general kind of, um uh ideas and 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 feel i think um i think it it, that that's kind of what the primary should judge a good film adaptation by so uh annihilation uh it just opened in theaters today slash tomorrow the 23rd um i recommend it so i want to end the show by playing a new song that i've been into um it's on my uh, recurring playlist on Spotify. I keep a um, running list of all the best songs I hear every year. Um, today's song is from a uh, rapper from Chicago named Tokyo. Uh, it's T-O-W-K-I-O. Um, you know, it's a cool it, it's track. You'll you'll hear it, so you hear the music. But it's pretty. Um, it's fun. It's funky. Um, it's got a good uh, got a good rhythm and flow. Um, is that this album actually is produced with Rick Rubin, legendary producer Rick Rubin. So there's um. Uh, you can hear some of his uh, kind of fingerprints on it. Um, but apparently tomorrow he's doing a stunt where he's uh, he's literally dropping his album from 100,000 feet in the air. Um, it looks like uh, he's going to be physically going up in, in a balloon and he's going to listen to his record on the speaker. So he's not physically dropping the uh, the album because that would probably be bad and kill somebody uh, if, it, if it gets dropped 100,000 feet um with uh, especially the gravity um but um that's kind of cool um given that his, his song that i'm about to play before you and his album is called uh to the moon so um there's that yeah, so that's it it's the the track of this album to the moon by tokyo enjoy <laughs> 